0: Welcome to Ratchet Book Club, where we read hood classics and good classics. I'm Derek. 916-633-1537. Ratchet and Ratchet at gmail.com. Ratchet Book Club on Twitter. Ratchet Book Club on Facebook. Chapter 26. Tia. Okay. I may be a little toxic myself. But I recognized it and had plans to fix my flaws because, you know, ain't nothing quite like kicking the can down the road in order to fix a problem. We've all seen that in government issues, right? However, in the meantime, I was enjoying inflicting this angst on Major. In some ways, I felt he deserved it. I wanted him to feel the way he had made me feel for the past year. And I could tell he was hurt. He had never texted me that much. He seemed pressed and panicked. I think he realized he had really fucked up this time and I wasn't budging. The picture of me laying on Briggs' chest reinforced my stance as well. Speaking of Briggs, I didn't know where we stood. After my outburst and his response to me the day before, he remained short with me. His only concern was about the kids. If he didn't want to continue seeing me, I wouldn't blame him. I could be a handful and as Major put it, I flip-flopped. I was an insecure, confused, low self-esteem having mess. Taj was really fond of Bricks and I loved seeing it. He had been looking forward to the camping trip and being able to be there with Tutu and Bricks' other grandson, King. I couldn't be an ass and not allow him to go when this is all I ever wanted for him. Thanks for letting me do this, Bricks cheesed. It's for Taj, I stated. I was seeing him out the door. Taj was already in his SUV and waiting on him. Bricks agreed. Yep, and if I could spend time with my son's son, I'm going to do that. Bricks, he's not your son. Bricks grimaced. I don't see no other nigger trying to be his daddy, though. He had a point. Quentin might as well be dead. Tosh couldn't pick that man out of a lineup if he had to. That was a direct reflection of how much, or in this case, how little, Tosh had ever laid eyes on him his old eight years of life. I guess, I mumbled. I eyed him, hating that we were at odds. The stubborn part of me wouldn't allow me to grovel at his feet just yet. Besides, he probably wouldn't believe me or trust that I was completely done with Major. Where's my baby? He asked in reference to Rain. Since Taj was leaving, my grandmama wanted to get her for the weekend. Somebody little grandchild having a big birthday party or something. She said she wanted to take her to church too, I explained. He chuckled. My baby loved getting her praise on. Miss Etta don't got an iPhone, do she? So I could FaceTime? I shook my head. And even if she did, you know she probably wouldn't be able to work no FaceTime. But rain, little grown-ass can. I'ma miss my baby this weekend. But I'll call Miss Etta and see if I could talk to her. We both watched as Shantae whipped her renegade in the spot on the other side of my car. When she got out, she looked genuinely surprised to see Briggs. A big smile spread on her face. Hey, what y'all got going on here? She teased as she approached. What's up, love? Brix greeted her with a side hug. Let me get up out of here so these kids can have some fun. We'll see you Sunday night. What's this about? Shante asked. I thought Charlie had broken up. Eyeing his truck pulling off, I answered. He's taking Taj on that camp and tripled his family. Shante smiled brightly. Really? I can't believe Taj is actually getting out and doing boy stuff. And Bricks, I love him. He's so good for y'all. Major could never. I grinned, shaking my head as I turned to go back inside. Apologizing to my client, I said, Sorry about that. I continued doing her butterfly locks while Shante made herself comfortable next to Shiva. They made small talk, but Shante started showing signs of being distressed. I just don't know what to do, she said with sadness. That's why I had to get out the house and away from his fat ass. What's going on? I asked. Fred's fat ass working on my nerves, she said exasperated. I can't take it no more. I think he need to go. He fucked with my energy. Shiva tapped her and nodded towards my client. Realizing what Shiva was getting at, Shante said animatedly, Oh, I'm sorry, baby. I'm just talking and telling all my business. My client, who was a young girl, snickered and said softly, You're fine. Shante asked, You don't know a fat nigga named Fred, do you? My client shook her head. What about a bitch messing with a fat nigger named Fred? Your auntie? Yeah, I laughed while Shiva nudged Shante. Leave that girl alone. Oh, my bad, Shante said. But anyway, last night I kind of had an epiphany. I'm not in love with him. I barely like him, and I'm not happy. I think I like things better when I was by myself. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the idea of having a man in the house, you know, a partner, a companion. But he ain't none of that. It's as if me and the kids are just there to serve him and make his life comfortable and that's it. Shiva reiterated, So you're not advocating for being single. It's just a Fred thing. Well, Shantae rested on her words. I think some of us need to be single for a little bit if that's what we need. But yes, yes, this is a Fred thing. And I believe with a different man, I could have what it is I thought came with companionship. Shiva asked, Do you think y'all were ever on the same page? Like, did y'all both agree with what companionship looked like? I interjected. I know me and Major never agreed, and I know we had different ideologies on gender role expectations. But a lot of his thinking came from how his mama and other females of his family coddled and worshipped him. Shante pointed at me. And that's where me and Fred differ too. Sure, he makes good money, but so do I. That's my house, and I was handling shit on my own before him. You want to come in and be the king of the castle or something I built, but then give me your ass to kiss when I ask for more money on bills? Nah, it don't work like that. She sighed before continuing. I guess I was expecting a partnership, a team type of thing. And then he isn't the most loving. The kids gotta walk on eggshells around the house when that's the house I busted my ass off to obtain for us so we could be free to do whatever. And now they gotta feel restricted. And I feel so bad because I don't want it to seem like I'm putting a nigga before them. I want my kids happy and I can tell they hate his ass. I totally understood where she was coming from. The only difference between Fred and Major was Fred had a good paying job. And I used to think he was contributing to the household. But Shante was saying differently. Shiva said, that's why I'm not sure about being in a relationship right now. I don't know if I want to compromise my space like that just yet. Me, Kalia, and Jacoby are good right now. We got a whole little routine. I got a bed I don't have to share. If I don't feel like cooking, cleaning, or doing laundry, I don't have to without feeling like I'm not doing my duties as a woman. I got a whole closet to myself. My kids can enjoy their snacks and shit without a nigga eating the shit up. I can come and go as I please without owing any explanations. And what you ain't gonna do is make my kids feel as if they can't be comfortable in their own home. Shit, fucking nigga. But i'd be lying if i didn't say the loneliness didn't get to me sometimes that's just the thing Shantae said hindsight really is 2020 and a podcast everything you just said was how i was at first but loneliness got the best of me i didn't appreciate that time alone like i should have my desire to have someone in my life outweighed that compared to my current situation i'd love to be alone again and this time i wouldn't take it for granted and I would truly vet the next nigga that come talking about he rare and ain't like the other niggas out there. They all like the next nigga out there, Shiva spat. And all of them want to have the audacity to do the fuck shit they do. Shante smiled in my client's direction. Are you taking all this in, baby girl? My client giggled and nodded. Shiva said, these niggas ain't shit out there. Shante shook her head. Don't tell her that. She probably think we some bitter ass used up ass bitches. All niggas ain't the same. It's good ones out there. We just gotta take our time and flesh the situations out. I mean, the signs are out there. They be in your face and if you choose to ignore them, then you have to deal with the consequences. I felt so attacked and that was why I wasn't saying much. I was just gonna listen and concentrate on braiding this girl's head. Shiva asked, so what you gonna do? Shantae looked troubled. I don't know. It's something I'm gonna have to really think hard on. Like, if it can work out, I'd rather it worked out, but if not, I'm ready to take back my piece. And people always want to say, well, at least he ain't cheating, or at least he ain't beating on you, or some shit like that. I don't want no at least type of relationship. I'm just tired of being unhappy. Aren't you, Tia? I nodded with thought. Definitely. Speaking of, Shantae gave me a mischievous smirk. I like what you and Bricks are doing. Have y'all figured out how y'all gonna handle this whole situation? I shrugged. Right now, it's all kind of irrelevant. Like I said, we broke up. Y'all not broke up. Shantae dismissed. Shiva interposed. Um, can't break up when they were never officially together. Well, you heard what I said, Shantae said. Shiva asked, what did you say? Because I think she planned with fire. Shantae argued. I say go for it. Fuck the naysayers. Do you and be happy. Is the negative feedback you'll get from messing with bricks worth moving on with them? Shiva wanted to know. I sighed. I'm really thinking on it. Shiva asked, is bricks really worth it, Tia? Shantae responded, how many times have you seen Taj go anywhere with Major? Hell, even rain. How many times has Major ever took the kids off Tia's hands so she could do hair? How many dates has Major taken Tia on? When was the last time you saw Major put a smile on Tia's face? All Tia gotta do is mention she don't like the grass being green and Bricks will ask her what color she wants it to be and the next thing you know, that's what fuck color the grass gonna be. Hell, Bricks winning in my book. Shiva waved her off dismissively. Girl, stop. Just as you said you don't want an at least relationship, Tia shouldn't settle for a that's enough for me relationship either. Uh, Charmaine? Hello? I'm not saying it's enough. Bricks has approved himself too. But given the situation, Tian gave that man a real chance. I'm sure if she said, okay, let's do this, that man would kick Charmaine to the curb. Shantae turned to stare at me. Is that what you going to do, or are you still stuck on Major's ass? I spoke up. Oh, I'm all the way done with Major. That girl saying she was pregnant was the last straw. Plus, he put his hands on me. As for bricks, I don't know, honestly. Shantae glanced at my client so I could tell she was about to talk indirectly. So, why haven't y'all taken care of that other matter? I knew she was referring to Rain's paternity. I replied with a shrug. For Rain's sake, I hope he is. If he isn't, then... Damn. I feel sorry for Rain. I sighed. I'ma figure it out. The two continued to go back and forth about my life and the decisions I needed to make. They both had good points, but if I had to be truthful, I had to go with Shantay. And just as I was courageous enough to put an end to things between me and Major, I had to be just as brave to walk in my truth and accept whatever criticism came with it. I was in love with Briggs, and with him was where I wanted to be. My only hopes was that Briggs would keep his word and protect me and not let me walk through it alone. A sudden wave of nausea came over me again. It had been coming and going a lot lately. I refused to acknowledge it, but my period never showing up was making it all hard. Ugh, I knew that nigga was going to get me pregnant. This time I indulged and had Shantae buy me one of those fancy digital tests. I was nervous as shit, but I was also excited at the possibility of being pregnant. Tia, Dina's voice called out. Oh, Fuck. Here we go. She's going to see the pregnancy test and it's going to turn into a whole thing. Why the fuck is she at your house? Why the fuck are you letting her in your house? Like, she going to see the pregnancy test, go back, tell um, Major. Major's going to be like, we ain't even had sex like that. You ain't let me touch you. I put the pregnancy test on my bathroom counter and let it do its thing. I hurried downstairs, wondering why Dina was at my house on a Saturday night. You know what you should have done? You should have locked the door to your bedroom, or to your bathroom, whatever, or hidden it in a fucking closet. You know, put it underneath the cabinet. Do something, because you know she's going to somehow find her way upstairs. I hurried downstairs, wondering why Dina was at my house on a Saturday night. Major no longer lived there, and we hadn't spoken about her getting rain either. I looked at Shiva and Shante for an explanation. Shiva shrugged cluelessly. She knocked on the door. I looked at Dina, who was wearing a nasty, menacing expression. What's going on? She brandished some papers in the air. Bitch, I knew your ass wasn't shit. Look at this shit and you tell me. She damn near slammed the papers into my chest. I was going to have to remain respectful, because I didn't want to have to fight this lady. I took the papers and examined them. Immediately, I grew furious. Who did this shit? Never mind who did it. It got done, and we found out what we need to know. That's all that matter. She spoke with such venom. We? Like you a major? This is major's idea? I told him your ass wasn't right. Bitch, you owe my son an apology. I don't know him a goddamn thing. He knew the possibilities. Oh, so they now know Rain isn't his son. Cool. He the one said it didn't matter because I was being honest with him at the very beginning. That ain't what he said. Just know he ain't never gonna fuck with your ass again. Sarcastically, I said, Hooray! I already told him I ain't fucking with him no more anyway. I'm sure you're aware, but the nigga got a baby on the way. I'm done with this shit, and this only solidifies my choice. You ain't shit. I always told him your ass wasn't shit. And I don't give a fuck what you think. Bye, I yelled. She cut her eyes on me before she swung around dramatically to walk out of my house. Shiva jumped up, snatching the papers from me. What is this? I didn't care that they confirmed the Major wasn't Rain's father. It worked out in her favor, honestly. But what ticked me to fuck off was that they went behind my back and tested her. Shiva gasped. Are you serious? Shantae asked. What is it? Shiva walked back over to the couch to show Shante, Girl, this is a DNA test on Rain. That wasn't her place to do that, I murmured. And I knew it was her funky ass thought to do it because Major too fucked up to care. Well, at least you know now, Shante said with a shrug. I'm happy for Rain. Hell, I'm happy for you. Y'all both winning if you ask me. As if on cue, my phone started ringing. I walked over to to sitting on the coffee table. Of course, it had to be Major. I sighed heavily, ready for the fuckery. Hello? He laughed maniacally into the phone. <laughs> for real? What, Major? My patience was already thin with him. For real? He laughed again. Is that all you going to say? His tone fell into a sullen one. So you had me thinking baby girl was mine all this time. No. You had yourself thinking she was yours this whole time. I told you what it was when I first found out I was pregnant. I said I didn't know. You're the one who said you'd step up to the plate and be her father regardless, which, by the way, you sucked ass at. Yeah, but when she came out kind of looking like me, I just thought she was mine exactly i exclaimed angrily you chose to think that even when i insisted that we should still get a paternity test confirmed so you and your mama can both kiss my ass word say less he scoffed you really showing me how much of a trifling ass bitch i was fucking with this whole time i bet you don't even know who her real daddy is with your hoe ass your insults can't hurt me because i'm good stupid and by the way i know who her daddy is and so does she and guess what? She loves him more than she ever liked your funky sorry ass. Bitch, I didn't allow him to finish. I had to end the call cutting off the negativity he was spewing. I wouldn't let him ruin my day or my newfound journey to happiness. Then I thought about the small box containing the rest of his belongings that I had overlooked before. I should have given them to Dina, but fuck it. I will just trash it all. Block him, Shantae sang out angrily. Block that fuck, boy. Shiva jumped up excitedly. I think we should go out for drinks or something. Don't y'all want a drink? Let me reach out to Cookie and Tiff, Shante said, tending to her phone. I then remembered the pregnancy test. Ignoring the back-to-back message notifications on my phone, I ran back up the stairs and into my bathroom. There, sitting proudly on my vanity, pregnant. Chapter 27, Bricks Against my better judgment, I decided to attend my family's annual camping trip. I wasn't feeling it this year because I was stressing the fuck out over that silly ass girl. That girl had me sprung and at first I didn't mind. Hell, I was enjoying it, but I had to dead those feelings and move on. And speaking of moving on, I couldn't continue to live this lie I was living. I was ready to end things with Charmaine. Charmaine had been in good spirits since we arrived at Sunstone Ridge Park. All she talked about with my female family members was the details of our supposedly upcoming wedding. I had the heart to tell her it wasn't happening, but I wanted to spare her feelings in front of my family. For the time being, I just let her talk. Instead of enjoying myself like I had so many years before, I just sat in silence observing everybody else. What up, B? Why you sitting over here all quiet and shit? Dub asked. He sat down in the camping chair next to me. I shook my head. A nigga don't want to be here right now. Dub gave me a teasing smirk. "Mm Mm-hmm. I know where your ass would rather be. Old girl got my cuss sprung. Shut up, nigga. I ain't even fucking with her like that no more. I told him, agitated that I even had to speak those words. Travis walked over with a beer in hand and sat down in the cooler a few feet away. What y'all niggas over here talking about? This nigga over here sad because old girl done broke up with his ass. Dub joked. Travis looked around and lowered his voice. You talking about Tia? I nodded. I didn't hide my involvement with Tia from the people that were dear to me. I spoke about her and my intentions with no shame. Besides, the way we had been meeting up, there was no way I could really hide it. Hell, even my mama knew about her and Rain. If they felt a way about it, they kept it to themselves. However, all I received from them was support and wish for my happiness. What happened, Travis asked. I shook my head, not really wanting to talk about it. With concern, Travis asked, Y'all right, player? I nodded, but kept my eyes on Supreme, Major, and a couple of the other younger guys clowning around. Major was a motherfucker. Here he was on this trip with a woman that wasn't even the pregnant white girl. I had no idea who she was. He introduced her as Angie. Supreme seemed to have met her before, but no one else was familiar with her. She was nice or whatever, but seemed to be way out of Major's league. Major's league. (laughs) I knew Major was coming on the trip after Supreme damn near begged to convince his ass to come. I could have done without seeing his ass though. He was being his usual showy self as if he was doing big things. I guess he needed to be put on for Angie because he probably portrayed himself to be that nigga. But everybody knew I was that nigga and I was who he was trying to be so bad. I didn't hate Major, but I did have a despisal for him. My attitude towards him was simply a response to his contempt for me though. I had no idea where it came from. He couldn't say I hadn't been there for him when he was little. Though I stayed in the streets, and maybe I chose to entertain other women besides their mothers. But I was still in both my son's lives. We used to be close until I ended up doing some time. When I came home, Major was a young man and in the streets himself. He was different and wasn't my little boy anymore. I tried to reestablish our father-son relationship, but he kept his distance. So things just became what they were now. My phone vibrated, indicating I had some kind of notification. I could see from where it sat on the cup holder of the chair I was sitting in that it was Tia. She was probably checking on Taj for the 1100th time. I checked it anyway. Tia. What's Taj doing now? Me. He's good. Tia. Has he needed his inhaler? Me. Laughing emoji. He's good. I was glad she didn't have plans to come on this trip. If she would have come, she would have been here as Major's girl, and I didn't think I could stomach that. I went back and forth with her for a minute. Tune the people around me out. Tia, does he seem like he's having fun though? He's barely texted me back. Me, maybe because he's actually enjoying himself. Don't worry, I got him. Tia, thank you again for even including him. Me, of course, that's my buddy. There was a lot of banter and laughter going on that commanded my attention. Supreme, Major, and their cousins were gathered around Travis and Dub, showing them something on a phone. They were keeping their voices low, but I could tell that it was some fuck shit. What is it? I asked out of curiosity. Your son, wild, Travis said. He leaned the phone over so I could see it. On the screen, it seemed to be a video of a porn or somebody's OnlyFans account. A POV of two girls, one white and another one biracial, sucking on the same dick. I guess it was major because he was explaining to Dub's oldest son how he had another bitch in Oaktown that was about to create an OnlyFans too. Travis went to swiping and there were more videos and still the pornographic shit of various women. I really wasn't trying to look at that shit until he swiped on one where Major could be seen speaking into the camera about how he was about to eat the best pussy in Jewel City. Then the view switched to a set of creamy, thick, caramel thighs panning up to a fat pussy print in pink panties. I knew it was Tia, and that shit pissed me off. The video played a little, and seeing her hands, I saw that ugly-ass, fake-ass ring he had given her, and her nail polish was the same bright pink as what she had been wearing a few weeks ago. Plus, I recognized a partial view of her Medusa tattoo on her thigh. Hold up now, Major said with a laugh as he snatched the phone from Travis before it revealed too much. You can't be swiping through my shit. Everything ain't for everybody's eyes, you know what I mean? Know what I'm saying? I remained composed and unfazed, but I was heated. I returned to Tia's threat as Angie walked over asking to speak to Major. So, you were still fucking Major? Tia, huh? Fuck this shit. I hopped up letting Travis and Dub know I would be back. I headed to my motor coach and went inside since Charmaine and the kids were all outside. I retrieved my secondary phone. My Tia phone where she was saved as wife that I had hidden in my belongings to call her. My second number was the phone I communicated the most with Tia. It was a phone that I would never let another nigga swipe through like Major accidentally let Travis do. If Charmaine ever got a hold of this phone, it would crush her. But I let her have full access to the main one. Wasn't shit on there. In my main phone, Tia was just listed as Tia. Everything appeared innocent except those last few texts that I would need to delete. She answered with a bunch of background noise. What are you talking about? Where your ass at? I'm out. With who? She blew air in frustration. This possessiveness don't look good on you. Fuck that. Answer the question. My friend's. Then there was noise as if she was covering the mic. It then went silent for a second. What are you doing, she asked. She came back on along with the background chatter. I told you I was out with friends. But you push a mute and shit. Who you with? She groaned. I'm with Shantae and them. Then I heard a nigger's voice call out to her, but she hit mute again. This is infuriating me. I was already hot about her being all in Major's phone, but then she had the nerve to be in the company of another nigga while I was two and a half hours away. I'm finna be down there, I told her. She came back on, but it was quiet this time. Stay where you at, Briggs. I'm not even home. Well, go home. Nigga, what? Briggs, don't do that, okay? Tia, why Major got a video of you on him and his phone? A video? Don't start that dumb shit, Tia. I honestly don't know what you're talking about. Well, just answer the question. You still fucking him? She groaned in frustration. Uh, no, I hadn't had intercourse with Major in a while. But you were doing other shit with him, right? Where's it coming from, she asked. I just saw on his phone a video of him about to eat your pussy. He stopped it before it could show, but it was obvious what was about to take place. How you know it was me? Major keep plenty of pictures and videos of all kind of women in his phone. I know you, love. Plus, I saw that ugly-ass ring in your tat. I saw your whack ass boyfriend. That's what he sounded like. Come on now. Don't play me. She remained quiet. So, this was recent, wasn't it? You let him back in the house? Her voice was low. No. He never came back after the night he put his hands on me. You know what? I let my words trail as I tried to rationalize all of this. I finally asked, Was I not enough? You would have been if you were mine. But the truth is, you wasn't. But I was trying to be. Hell, I want to be. You're the one who don't know what the fuck you want. I know what I want. It's just the circumstances, Bricks. If you weren't Major's daddy, it would be different. Fuck that. That's easy for you to say, she yelled. I'm the one that's going to be made to be the bad person in all this, and you know it. And like I told you, ain't nobody going to get out of pocket with you either. You can't guarantee that. So because I can't guarantee that and you're so worried about what other motherfuckers going to think, you'll let that nigga come over there and eat your pussy. She sighed. He came by one night and I let him in. It was just that one time, but I didn't know he was actually recording. I told him not to, but that had to be before he put his hands on me. Well, he's showing the shit off to a bunch of motherfuckers down here. He's showing it off. Wait, Major's there with you? I was angry and felt vindictive. I replied, yeah, he's here. So, since I'm out the picture, I guess y'all could bond now? She sounded hurt. Out the picture? You in a whole ass video, fuck you talking about? She released a frustrated breath. It ain't like he and I together, though. And ain't nobody bonding with that stupid ass nigga. He only here cause Soup begged his ass to come, and I ain't got no control over who could and couldn't come. Is he there with somebody? I can see what this was now. She still cared and she still wanted that nigga. Do it matter? I asked her. Just answer the question, she said with impatience. He here with some lady, but it ain't the white girl. I guess he doing old Becky like he do you sometimes. You know, a Benny all asked for somebody new. The white girl? Is that who he's with now? No, I said he got another girl here. I know, but what I'm asking is that who he's been with after he left my house? I guess. Have you met her? I was growing annoyed and losing my patience. I was also disappointed and realized it was time for me to accept reality. No matter how much a nigga tried to love her ass, she was still obsessed over a nigga who clearly was all about himself. It was why I stepped back and told myself there was no need in trying to protect her feelings or convince her that I was a better man for her anymore. Yeah, I met her. She came up here to look at an apartment. Really? You finna help her out with an apartment too? Does that mean you finna start fucking her too? I was offended. Really? Is that what you think of me? I don't know what to think anymore. What does that mean? It means exactly what I said. So where's Charmaine? Are you rekindling your love with her since you broke up with me? Why are you mad though? You still worried about a nigga who don't even love you? Whatever. Y'all are all the same and that's why I think it's safe for me to be by myself. You got Charmaine and he got his pick of the week. I don't give a fuck no more. So what's that mean? It means I'm just as done with you as you are with me. I got other niggas in my life who don't have attachments and baggage who would love to be with me, she spat. But they ain't me though. That's probably a good thing. Try to talk to another nigga and see what happens, I threatened. What the fuck? Nigga, come on now. She laughed wildly. You can't be serious. Are you threatening somebody who you said you ain't fucking with no more? Make it make sense, Brick. You almost sound like a nigga who gives a fuck. Shit. I did give a fuck, and despite all the tough shit I talked, I knew I still wanted this girl. You heard what the fuck I said, I warned. Well, too bad, because you're there, and I'm here, and you can't stop me. I might just call somebody over and get my pussy ate again. See, she was playing with a nigga, and she knew how I could get. I think she actually got a kick out of getting me worked up. She loved that I was crazy about her, and she pushed just to see how far she could go. This shit had my pressure up like a motherfucker. Don't play with me. You're gonna make me be down there. She laughed. You better stay where your ass is at. Charmaine ain't. Fuck Charmaine! I ain't thinking about her. It's you to spend to get fucked up. Fucked up by who? You? Why are you playing with me? She spoke her next words in a more civil manner. You hurt my feelings, brick. That's what you want to resort to? That's some major type shit. I matched her tone. You don't think I'm hurt? You know how I feel about you. And you know there ain't a thing I wouldn't do for you, love. But don't play me like some weak, bitch-ass nigga. For real. Yeah, we got our situations. But at the end of the day, you know I'm crazy about you. And I'm in love with your ass. I'm just waiting on you so we can move on to the next chapter, love. And what's the next chapter, Bricks? Huh? Us. Together. In the same house. Our house. Raising the kids together. Marriage. Growing, building, enjoying life. Let me put another baby up in you. Let me discover different ways to put a smile on your face. Just let me, bae. Nothing but silence. I proceeded to ask, is it somebody else or is this just about him? At this point, that was the only thing in the way that made sense. No. Why do you assume it's somebody else just because a girl wants time to herself? I don't have to have a nigga around me like that. I'm capable of being fine by myself. Okay, that's great. But what about us though? I thought you didn't want to deal with me. I blew air in frustration. I don't, but I do. You know I love your crazy ass. And I said a lot of shit out of anger, but Bay, I ain't trying to be without you. Real shit. Well her voice softened to a quivering whisper. I'm I'm pregnant. And and Rain is a major, so I wasn't expecting that. Shit, I was speechless. I didn't know what to say, really. What? I felt my face spread into the biggest smile. Pregnant? It's mine, right? Yeah, she said with a sniffle. Concerned, I asked, are you crying? Yeah, but I'm okay. It's just, <laughs> I'm, I'm unsure about everything and I'm scared. Not, I'm just, babe, hey, don't cry. Listen, I'm here, okay? I got you. I got us. You hear me? Everything's going to be all right. I'm going to make sure you're straight, okay? Sniffling, she said. Okay. Stop that crying, all right? Ugh, I hate I love your ass so much. You got a nigga all soft and shit. She giggled. But I love you that way. always have. I came front. This shit had a nigga's heart toasting in his chest. Feeling all warm and giddy and shit. She laughed. Why are we so crazy like this? One minute we're at each other's throat and the next we're all in love. Don't even question it. Let's just go with the flow and get better from here on out. Take your ass home though. Bricks, she warned. Don't bring your ass down here. Bye, woman, I told her before ending the call. Pregnant? The shit was bound to happen, but I meant to ask her what she meant about rain not being majors. Did that mean Tia could say without a doubt that rain was mine? Shit, I had to call her ass back. Before I had a chance to dial her back, I noticed movement in my peripheral line of vision. Standing by the door was a disheartened Charmaine staring back at me. I guess I had been so caught up in my emotions that I didn't hear her when she stepped in. She asked quietly, So it is someone else. No need to lie. I nodded. She lowered her eyes to the floor. Shaking her head in disbelief, she said, I knew it. It was the only thing that made sense. I really couldn't provide her with much else. All she needed to know was that there was someone else. Do you love her? I do. She scoffed with a wry laugh. (laughs) Of course you do. That was a dumb question. I just heard you professing your love to her. I could see her fighting back tears. I wasn't trying to be mean, but my main concern at the moment was Tia. I left her standing there while I went searching for my wallet and keys in the bedroom. Charmaine followed me and stood in the doorframe. What are you doing? I gotta go handle something in Jewel City real quick, I explained. Are you going to her? She asked desperately. Can you step out the way? Damn, she means that much to you? You gonna actually leave us here? What about the kids? I'm not leaving anybody. I just need to take care of something. I'll be back. Bricks, no, she cried. She fell into my chest. I had to hold her up so she wouldn't fall to the floor. Charmaine, don't do this, okay? I'll be right back and we can sit down and talk. Fuck it talk, she grasped onto me. You're not leaving me. As calmly as I could, I said, We'll talk. I moved her out of the way so I can get by. What am I supposed to do? I stopped before I exited and turned to look at her. Sorrowful? I answered I don't know. Chapter twenty eight Charmaine My heart was heavy and I wasn't sure how to handle all of this. Never did I want to believe the bricks would cheat on me, but I heard it myself. He had been so overtaken with his emotions that he didn't even hear me step inside the motor coach. I hadn't heard the whole conversation on his end, but I heard enough to know his heart was with someone else. But I was dying to know who it was. After he left, I excused myself from everyone else and went inside to search through all his things. I didn't find anything. I then scrolled through his social media again. Nothing really stood out. I was at a loss. I sat there racking my brain and trying not to get upset. The door opened and in walked Major. Where'd B go to? He asked. He plopped down on the dinette bench. I think back to Jewel City, I answered. Major looked confused. His ass driving all the way to JC? Is he coming back? Yeah, I said. He said he had to handle something real quick. Aw, oh, shit, Major rasped. I bet you it's a bitch. I frowned. I wish you'd stop saying that, Major chuckled. But it's probably true. To flip the conversation, I asked, Why you bring that lady on this trip? How long you been seeing her? He half shrugged. Not too long. I brought her because I didn't want to spend my own money. I shook my head. You're trifling. He threw me a sneaky smirk. But you like this trifling nigga though. Normally, Major would excite me and remove my mind from thoughts of Briggs. But not this time. I was really fucked up about Briggs being in love with someone else. However, I wasn't going to give Major the satisfaction of knowing he was right. I asked, so what about Tia? Are y'all not getting back together? He shook his head. Nah, that bitch ratchet. I'm glad I ain't her my all. Rain ain't even mine. And Tia ho-ass been fucking other niggas this whole time. The irony. But Major, ain't that what you doing? But Black Dynamite, I sell drugs in the community. It ain't the same. Besides, y'all bitches can't do the same shit us niggas do. It's law. It's how the universe is set up. Bullshit, I thought. And as foul as Major was, I was glad Tia was doing her and had other niggas on the side. Well, Angie seems nice, but I don't know about the white girl. Only had that one encounter with her, but she's having your baby. Your life's a mess, Major. He laughed. I know, ain't it? But I'ma get myself together. I'ma show that bitch that she fucked up playing a nigga like me. Tia? He nodded. Maybe she finally moved on because you fell short. And maybe the other man had more to offer than what you brought to the table. I implied the same doubt he imposed on me. Man, go head on with that. Ain't nobody else bringing nothing better. I was just over there, had her climbing the walls. Ain't no other nigga gonna be able to make her feel what I made that hoe feel. Major, there are other things a man can bring to the table besides sex, you know? He shook his head. Good sex? Nah. That's all hoes like her be wanting. They just want Dick and a nigga they can tell all the other bitches that he come home to them. Damn, his thinking was fucked and flawed. No wonder the girl moved on. And what the fuck had I been doing messing with his stupid ass? Now my relationship was in danger. I smirked. I guess. He gave me a devilish smile. Hey, give me some head real quick. Unbelievable. I shook my head pitying him. You're never going to change, Major. I plan to, though, he said, tickled by his own foolishness. Whatever, I said. I'm really not in the mood. You're going to have to go to your lady friend for that. Besides, I need to check on the boys. Tutu and Taj are doing tents with King and them. They straight? Well, I'm still going to go check on them, I told him as I headed to the door. Damn, you must really be fucked up, he commented as he got up and followed me out. Honestly, I was. I needed to know who this bitch was that had my man's head gone to the point he would drive all the way back to the city and then travel back. After making sure the boys were good, I retired early. I said goodnight to those who were still out drinking, eating, and just enjoying themselves. I had too much to drink myself. Before showering, I decided to check Briggs' location on my phone. He still hadn't made it within Jewel City limits at that point. By the time I would take a shower and check again, he should have arrived at his destination. To my surprise, when I went into our bathroom, I saw another phone that looked just like Briggs' phone. But how could his phone be here if I could see where he was on the Find My Phone app? This nigga was dumb enough to leave the fucking phone sitting out? Come on now. That's just poor writing. That's just poor ass writing. I mean, it's not. It's it's not poor ass writing. Let me change that. It's not poor ass writing. It's rushing to a conclusion writing. All of a sudden, the nigga started making mistakes that he would never really make. That's what it is. I picked it up and examined it. Everything was identical to Briggs' phone from the case to the lock screen. The only difference was I couldn't get into this one. I didn't know the passcode. I tried guessing, but none of my guesses worked. I knew everything was too good to be true. It was no wonder he allowed me to have full access to his other phone, because this nigga had a whole secret phone. I need to get into that phone. I need to see who it was and the things they spoke about, because one thing was for certain, and two things for sure. Wasn't no bitch about to take Bricks away from me. I woke up the next morning in the same spot I sat in trying to get into that phone. I still had the same clothes from the day before and now the phone was missing. Fuck! I missed the opportunity to track his location and he had already come back. I got up and walked into the living area of the RV. Bricks was at the table with Travis and his sister, Vonda. Hey girl, Vonda greeted. About time you woke up. Bricks looked directly into my face without any signs of shame, remorse, or guilt. I asked, When you get back? I told you I was coming right back, he answered. Yeah, he wasn't gone that long, Travis vouched. Vonda got up. I'm fitting to go out here and check on the kids. We fitting to take them fishing in a minute. Y'all coming? Bricks nodded. Yeah, we'll be out there. Travis asked Bricks, You cool? Bricks nodded. I stood by the kitchenette sink with my arms crossed waiting for Vonda and Travis to exit. Once they were gone, I asked, So you got a whole other phone? His eyes went to his identical phones laid side by side, face up on the tail for me to see. He nodded coolly. Yep. That's how you talk to your bitch? Again, the cool head nod. She ain't a bitch, but she can be bitchy. But, yep. I scoffed. So, you gonna be an ass about this whole ordeal? Who's being an ass? I just said, yep, he said with an innocent shrug. Okay, Bricks, I dismiss. He looked at me sincerely. So, what's up? You okay? I shook my head. No, I'm not okay. I just found out you've been cheating on me, and did I hear you say something about being pregnant? So why on earth would I be okay? You're right, he said with thought. He asked, do you want to go ahead and talk? No, I said adamantly. There's no reason to talk because ain't nothing happening. What do you mean? I mean, just end the shit with whoever it is, and then we work on whatever it is we need to work on. Because I'm not just going to let the next bitch have you like that. I'm not sure it's that easy, Charmaine. How come it's not? I spat angrily. Just stop seeing her. End the shit. But, he started, but ended with a frustrated exhale. Bricks, if I fucked up to cause you to step outside of the relationship, how come you never gave me an opportunity to fix it so we could fix us? In my mind, I'm thinking we're cool. Did you forget we're getting married in a few months? How fair is this shit to me? I get what you're saying. I do. But this shit ain't simple. And if we're gonna be honest, Charmaine, we ain't been vibing lately. Things shifted months ago and you know it. Who is it? I asked. What's she look like? Where does she live? Where did you meet her? Why do you want to know all that? Because... In my mind, I need to know what was so good about this girl. None of that matter. I'm... He ruminated for a second as his eyes averted. He then looked me straight in the face as he finished. I'm in love with her and she who I'm trying to be with. Three years. Three years. We've been together three whole fucking years and you all of a sudden in love with another bitch that you ain't been seeing? Then it occurred to me that maybe I was making the wrong assumptions. Wait. How long have you been seeing her? Have you been seeing her this whole time? He shook his head. No. I was devastated. We already had secured a venue for our wedding and reception. I had already given the deposit on the cake. I had a couple of fittings coming up. I had just drove by the side of our home being built and was excited with the progress. Fighting back tears, I asked. Can we just wait? Just wait. Bricks, just, just wait. Really think about this. Maybe, maybe... Maybe you can have her and me both. I'll just turn a blind eye. He looked at me in disbelief. Or was that disgust? Maybe it was pity. I didn't give a fuck because I meant what I said. He sighed. Don't you think you deserve better than that? Who the fuck cares? I exclaimed. You've been doing it this way already anyway. You've been with her and you've been with me. What difference does it make now? He shook his head. That ain't the type of shit I'm trying to be on. Plus, I love her too much to even put her through that. I was flabbergasted. I just offered this nigga every man's dream. He could have his cake and eat it too, but here he was declining the shit. Who the fuck was this woman? But it was okay for me to be in the dark, I asked. Just until I figured some shit out. Well, you're going to have to figure out how to deal with us both, I said definitively before I pivoted to go back to the bedroom. Bricks got up and followed me. I ain't doing that. Look, you, the twins, and Amari can stay at the house. I ain't fucked up with it. You can keep that ring too, but I'm letting you know I ain't with this fake shit no more. I gotta live my truth and be happy. Shit ain't perfect, but I love the way I feel with her. You should want the same for yourself. I proceeded to get my things together for the day. I wasn't thinking about anything Briggs was talking about. At the end of the day, he was gonna see it my way or no way at all. I'd kill the nigga before I just let him go like that. You've been cheating too, though. Like I don't understand. It it really boggles me. The whole possessiveness when you're doing wrong yourself. As that weekend wound down, I felt the distance between me and Bricks rapidly grow. Even if he hadn't officially announced that we were no longer together, the reality loomed over me that weekend like a dark cloud. And it aggravated the shit out of me that after he left and came back, he was in a much better mood than he had been before. Wherever this bitch was made him different, made him livelier, and I hated it. He avoided me as much as possible without drawing attention to the tension brewing between us. I, however, put on a good face as if everything was gravy, and I continued to do so all week. There was no need to make anything concrete and invite everyone into our business because, like I said, I had no intention of letting him walk away. All week, when he chose to stay home, had slept downstairs on the couch in the bonus room. While home, his communication with me was kept short, but he continued to behave as he always did when interacting with the twins in Amari. So, I guess you finally fumbled the bag. I was snapped from my thoughts to glare at Lexus's smug ass. Lex, get away from me. I ain't trying to hear all that right now. Did he find out about you in your horrid ways? She continued. I spat what are you talking about? Calmly she said Now mother, you know I know. Stop playing. Looking around to make sure Bricks wasn't around over here. Why don't you shut the fuck up? Because I knew you were gonna mess everything up for us. Us? I haven't messed up anything. It's him. He's the one that's fucking around, so know what the fuck you talking about, little girl. She laughed wryly. Are you serious? Lady, take some accountability, and if Bricks is, it's because you done it first, and now we ain't finna have nowhere to live. Says who? Because I ain't going nowhere, I hissed. Mercedes walked into the kitchen where we were. Seeing the tension between me and Lexus, she asked, what's going on? Your mama don't know how to keep her legs closed, Lexus said snidely just as Bricks appeared into the family room. I was fed up with this girl and I wanted to slap the taste out of her, but I knew she would retaliate by blurting out some shit I didn't want Bricks to know just yet. What is she talking about, Mercedes asked, genuinely confused. Ignoring both of them, I took notice of Bricks' attire. He dressed nice all the time, but today he was a little bit flasher in his Gucci setup from his head to his feet. Where are you going? I asked, walking in his direction as he headed to what used to be our shared bedroom. He didn't respond to me, but continued into the room. I followed him in there and watched as he retrieved some cologne. So, you gonna just keep ignoring me? I asked. I ain't ignoring you. It just ain't shit to talk about. There's plenty to talk about, bricks. When I tried, you didn't want to. So I said fuck it. My shoulders dropped in defeat. Okay, let's talk then. I ain't got time right now. I gotta go. Where to? Today's my granny's birthday, remember? Oh yeah. It had been a week since Bricks' family camping trip, but this weekend was his Big Mama's 90th birthday celebration. Miss Flora Miller was the ultimate matriarch of the family, and every year his whole paternal side would gather in her honor. It was like having Thanksgiving before the actual holiday, except it wasn't the traditional dishes being served, more like a fall cookout. Why don't you say something, I said. I walked away from him to head to my closet to see what I could throw on for the gathering. Bricks followed me inside what are you doing? I'm about to get dressed. I'm going with you, I explained. He shook his head. Nah, I'm going by myself. Remember, we're not together. Since when, Bricks? I was perturbed at this point. Don't act stupid, Charmaine. You know what the fuck it is. We done. I'm only here because it's still my house and it's where my shit is, but I plan to move out over the next couple days. Move out, I asked in exasperation. Yeah, and what I'm going to do is let you and the twins just stay here until you figure out other arrangements. But you're going to have to get a job or something. My mouth dropped open in dismay. So just like that, you're going to fucking abandon us. What type of shit is that, Bricks? You ain't shit. He countered. Are you serious? I broke up with your ass, Charmaine. And I'm being nice by not putting you the fuck out. You've been playing in my motherfucking face all this time and I shouldn't give not a goddamn fuck about your ass. But I ain't trying to do the Twins or Amari like that. Confused, I asked. What do you mean playing in your face? Ain't nobody been playing. You don't think I know about your extra activities behind my back? Why you think I ain't been into your ass these past few months? My defensiveness tapered a little. Did you really know? How? Could it be bluffing just to get me to admit to something? My lack of response said it all, though. He smirked. You ain't got shit to say, huh? I ain't even gonna entertain that nonsense. I dismiss. Briggs pulled out one of his phones and tapped around on it. Please explain this, then. What he showed me made my heart drop into my stomach. In a panic, I rambled. Let me explain. It wasn't even like that. Just listen and hear me out, bae. "Uh Uh-huh, he uttered as he headed out the room. I'm good. I scurried after him, not caring that I was making a spectacle of myself in front of the twins. I followed Briggs to the front door. Bay, wait, we can fix this. It was the weak moment and you weren't there and... I fucked up. I know you did, he said. He opened the door but paused before exiting. Let that nigga know i been got my lick back though. Huh? I was dumbfounded as I watched him walk out. What are you talking about? He continued to his SUV without replying. Shit. I spun around and frantically searched for my phone. Your phone is right here, Lexus said, pointing to it on the kitchen island. I practically ran to it. I placed a call, but there was no answer. In between nibbling on some chips, Mercedes asked, What's going on? What's wrong with bricks? You're so clueless and don't pay attention to anything, Lexus said, shaking her head. I tried calling again, still no answer. Look, Mercedes says, I'd be tired from school and dealing with Amari. Lexus laughed, whatever, you be busy on your phone not paying attention to anything. My phone rang, I quickly answered it, hey, where you at? In my car, why, Major asked, he knows, I said as I walked away from the twins, who knows? Your daddy, he knows about us. What you mean, how? His voice seemed to grow with panic, I yelled, he just showed me that damn video you had of me on your phone, stupid. I told you to stop keeping that shit in there. But that shit in my old phone. I ain't. He suddenly got quiet. Hello? I queried. Hold on, he murmured. I think Tia still got that phone. Fuck! I grew irate. This is all Major's fault. He was sloppy and careless as if his actions wouldn't catch up to him one day. Of course if Tia had that type of ammunition and Major pissed her off, she would go to bricks with it. What'd he say? where he at? Um, he just left. Shit, Major? I started to cry. You just ruined my life. He leaving me now. Nah, little mama. You can't put that shit on me. You wanted a nigga, and I obliged. The shit was wrong on my part, but it is what it is. And that's all you gotta say? I cried. What else can I say? But what the nigga say about me, though? <laughs> Nothing, I mumbled. I then remember Bricks' parting words. Oh, He said to tell you that he been got his lick back. His lick back? Major repeated. Then he let off a delirious laugh. Wow. Really? Say it ain't so. I know this weak ass nigga ain't did what I think he did. What? I asked. Hold on. Let me call you back real quick. He said and ended the call. I felt a tap on my shoulder and damn near jumped out of my skin. It was Mercedes standing behind me with a look of concern etched on her face. Are you okay? She asked. I blew air in frustration. Just, I need a minute. Lexus was smirking from the kitchen. I hope Tia makes Bricks happy the way he deserves. (laughs) My face seemed to react to what she said before it registered in my head. Frowned up, I asked. What do you mean, Tia? Her smirk disappeared. Tia and Bricks, isn't that who he's been seeing? Mercedes' mouth dropped open in disbelief. She said, "Lexis, why would you say that? Because it's true, Lexus answered incredulously. Mama's been doing major for months, so Bricks started doing Tia. That's not true, Mercedes said, shaking her head. She looked at me with disappointment. Is that true, Mama? Ignoring Mercedes, I asked Lexis, how do you know about Bricks and Tia? Before she could respond, I received a media message from Major. I opened it up to see a selfie at Tia, but it was obvious she was laying on the chest of a man that was not Major. Major's of company in text read, Is this B? Oh, these motherfuckers. They had me all the way fucked up. 916-633-1537 Wretched and Ratchet at gmail.com Ratchet Book Club on Twitter Ratchet Book Club on Facebook <sighs> Leave review on uh, Spotify. It only takes a few seconds leave a review on Podchaser, copy and paste that shit in the Apple Podcast, copy and paste that shit into the Good Pods app. You can donate to the show at patreon.com slash single simulcast or on buymeacoffee.com slash sscast or on the Good Pods app. Um, there's a tip jar. Thank y'all so much for listening. I greatly appreciate it. I'll holler at y'all later. Y'all be good. Peace.